Is it possible that God is opening a door in your life right now? I want to welcome you to episode seven of the God Size Living podcast. I got to tell you, I'm really kind of pumped today. I'm kind of excited about our topic. I want to talk to you about something that once you've seen it, you cannot unsee it. I don't know if you've ever had this happen to you. I think we all have, right? Uh, In a negative way, sometimes we'll see something and we just say to ourselves, oh man, why did I have to see that? You can't unsee it. But there's a flip side to that uh, too. There, there's times, I believe, when we see something and it's positive. It's something that we want to have embedded in our mind. We become like that person who's walking by a photo, photograph or a painting hanging on a wall. And we've seen it. Like we've, we've walked by it a thousand times, but we've never seen it. And one day we, we walk by and we go, whoa, wait a minute. And we see this little kind of hidden gem inside of the painting and it changes the meaning of the painting for us forever we can't unsee it now every time we walk by that that painting where we say oh wow look look I can see it that's what this painting is about I want to do that today with our topic our topic is going to be doors doors that God opens in our lives and the question is do we do we see these doors We're going to come around three things today. Uh, Number one, my belief that God is a God who does open doors. In fact, all the time, every day, he's opening doors uh, in our life. I I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but there are over 20 different and specific scriptures that point to the fact that our God is a door opener from Colossians chapter 4 into the book of Corinthians all the way through the book of Acts, again and again, we see God is a God who's opening doors in our life. I, I want to come around that. Then I want to kind of secondly deal with a question. And I think this is at the heart of this episode. The question is, is well, how do I know? How do I know that this, this is a door that God is opening up to me? And then the last thing I want to come around is just the, the question of what if? Like, what if today you were to go through a door that God is opening in your life. How would it change you? How would it make your life different? Uh, We're going to jump back into chapter two now of the book of Daniel. And uh, I just, again, I just want to explore this whole topic of, of open doors. I think we know that in chapter one of Daniel, we, where we left off, we've really met this young man. Daniel is about a 14-year-old kid. Uh, Think about a a high school freshman with all these dreams and hopes in front of him. I mean, just just think about who you were when you were a freshman in high school. I want to play football. I want to make the volleyball team. I, I, you know, I've I've got this prom I'm looking forward to. All kinds of just good stuff as you look ahead. And all that is immediately... Uh, turned upside down, interrupted, disrupted uh, by this military battle that takes place in Jerusalem. Babylon uh, comes in uh, to Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar, the king, overcomes Jerusalem, and boom, Daniel is hauled off into servitude, uh, and he is brought into Babylonia. Um, I'm reading, I'm reading a book. I, in fact, I I finished it, um, 
that reminds me a little bit of what is going on here. Uh, Patricia McCormick is the author of the book, a brilliant writer. If you've never read Patricia, I, I'd encourage you to. She wrote this little book. It's just little. Uh, it's entitled Sold, S-O-L-D, Sold. And I'm just going to tell you right now, once you read it, you can't unsee it. It, it is a powerful book. It's about sexual trafficking. And uh, McCormick does a great job of, of painting this picture of this young woman in India who's taken from her family. Uh, she's trafficked sexually. Uh, her entire life is just flipped upside down. Everything that she hoped for is gone in an instant. And it will rip your gut out. I, I'm, I'm telling you, it will rip your gut out to read this book. I, I think the same thing is true of Daniel. Uh, it ought to rip our guts out. Here's this kid, and he's, he's asking God a question, God, why? And, and now what good am I? Uh, here I am, I'm, I'm serving this pagan king. I'm in this place I've, I've never been in before. I know I don't know anyone. I've been, I've been separated from the people who've been part of my life. And he's just asking this, this question. He's trying to find meaning in life when all of a sudden God steps in and boom, kicks open a door. He kicks open a door. What was the door? Chapter two begins with what? A nightmare. And I'm, I'm not talking a little nightmare. I'm talking about one of those, just think, of, think about this, one of those that, that wakes you up in a cold sweat. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar has been uh, given this nightmare by God very intentionally. And he wakes up and he's trying to think about this dream. And he, he needs to know what, what is this dream about? I need it to be interpreted. Here's the reality. His, his own advisors can't interpret the dream. You know why? Because they are practitioners of the satanic arts. Uh, the Bible tells us that demons, fallen angels, demons, cannot access the mind of God. They don't know God's mind. And so they're unable to interpret the, the dream. Well, what, is, what happens? This becomes uh, an open door, an opportunity uh, for Daniel to, to step into the picture. It's almost as though God is saying here at the beginning of chapter 2, Daniel, I made you for this. I, I've had this planned from before the beginning of the world. This moment, this place, this time. I know it seems horrible to you. Everything about it seems horrible to you. But there's a kingdom purpose to what I'm doing in your life. And I, I want you to trust me because I'm, I've opened up this door. I want you to see it. And I want you to go through it, Daniel, because it's going to change your life forever. And I want to use you to change the life of a pagan king. I'm going to put you into a place where you have the opportunity. Think about this. The opportunity to influence arguably the most powerful man alive on earth at this time, King Nebuchadnezzar, you, Daniel, this is your opportunity. I'm opening up this door. Time out for a minute. I, I think that this, this scripture just calls us, calls me, you, to ask the question, is God possibly opening a door in your life right now? I've discovered this about doors. They come in all sizes and all shapes. Some of them seem pretty little. 
sometimes a door may be just a person who God puts into my life quite, it seems quite randomly. I don't believe that it is randomness, but it's just a person who needs a word of encouragement. Is God going to open that door in my life today? I, I don't know. But sometimes it's that small. Sometimes it's an opportunity to plant the seed of the gospel. Sometimes that's our role. We plant the seed of the gospel. We're not going to harvest it. We're not going to see a person just immediately come to faith, but we plant the seed. Sometimes it's watering, right? We're the waterers of the seed of the gospel. We're number 65 in a long line of people that God has planned to really pour water onto the seed, to, to kind of bolster up the, the, the testimony uh, through the word of God into another person. Some, sometimes doors are relationships that God wants to bring us into. Uh, is it possible that right now, I want you to think about this, God is, is opening a door in your life? That's, that's really the question that, that Daniel is asking us. Here's what I want you to see. Daniel recognizes the door. He recognizes it. I'm going to read just a little bit of chapter two. Just, just I want you to see how Daniel takes this in. Uh, this is chapter two, beginning with verse 20. I'm just going to read a few verses. Daniel answered and said, Blessed be the name of God forever and ever, to whom belong wisdom and might. Listen to this. He changes times and season. He removes kings and sets up kings. Talk about the one who opens and closes doors. Daniel knows that's God. He gives wisdom to the wise, knowledge to those who have understanding. He reveals deep and hidden things. He knows what is in the darkness and the light dwells with him. To you, listen to this, to you, O God of my fathers, I give thanks and praise for you have given me wisdom and might and have now made known to me what we asked of you. For you have made known to us the king's matter. Do you see what Daniel's saying? He's saying, God, you just kicked open a massive door and I thank you for three years. He's now 17 years old. He's 17 years old. He's a, he's a, now he's a junior in high school. For three years, I've been wrestling. What is my life? Is there any meaning at all? What good am I? And boom, here this door is absolutely kicked open. Now, Daniel is going to interpret this dream for the king. And um, next week, I want to unpack the elements of the dream because uh, there's quite a bit to it. But I, I want to at least read through it uh, today so that you get it into your mind. And when we unpack it next week, uh, you, you kind of have the elements there. I'm just going to begin reading again. This is chapter 2, beginning verse 29. This is the nightmare that Nebuchadnezzar had. Daniel is interpreting it for the king. He says, To you, O king, as you lay in bed, beginning verse 29, came thoughts of what would be after this. And he who reveals mysteries made known to you what is to be. But as for me, this mystery has been revealed. Not, not because of any wisdom I have. Not, not that I have more wisdom than the living. But in order that the interpretation may be made known to the king. That you may know the thoughts of your mind. 
Here's the dream. You saw, O king, and behold, a great image. This image, mighty and of exceeding brightness, stood before you. Its appearance was frightening. The head of the image was of fine gold. This is a big statue. Just picture a big statue. The head of this image was of fine gold. Its chest and arms of silver. Its middle and thighs of bronze. Its legs of iron. Its feet of iron and clay. And as you looked, a stone was cut out by no human hand. It struck the image on its feet of iron and clay, and it broke them into pieces. Then the iron, the clay, the bronze, the silver, the gold, all together were broken in pieces and became like the chaff of the summer threshing floors, and the wind carried them away so that not a trace of them could be found. But the stone that struck the image became a great mountain and filled the whole earth. This was the dream. And now we will tell you its interpretation. Um, I think you can tell already, boy, there's a lot in this dream. We'll unpack it next week. But I, I want to start to close with just coming back around this question. Daniel sees it, that there's this door that God's open. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. And he, 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 he by the Spirit of God, goes through this door, and, and God gives him the interpretation to the, to the king's dream. What, where I think it leaves us uh, is with this question, how do I know that that a door is, is of God? How do I know that? And there's just a couple of things I want to point out. The first, the first way I discern, is this a door that God is opening? You always look at focus. Is the focus of this opportunity, this, this seeming door in front of me, is its focus on the soul of another person? Is its focus on eternity? In what way is eternity impacted by or through this opportunity? Remember, God is a God who 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, is interested in only one thing. One thing on God's agenda today. Only one. The souls of people who don't know him. And I, and I found that in some way, when God's opening a door to us, whether it's just little encouraging a person today, or it's big, I'm planting the, the seed of the gospel. The doors God opens are always kingdom doors. The second thing I always look at is what is the weight? What is the weight of the door? Um, when I'm looking at an opportunity and I'm trying to discern, is this an opportunity from God? I, I ask myself, how heavy is it? Is this something that I can do? Of, of my own strength and my own power? Because if it is, I, I kind of step back and I question, is this, really, is this really a door that God's opening? If I can do it of my own strength, ability, intellect, uh, capacities, I, I don't know. Because in my experience, you know, doors have always been something that God places in front of us that we cannot do. That I find myself saying, God, hey, thank you for opening up this door of opportunity. I can't do it. And you know what God says? You're right. You can't. All of the opportunities God opens up into our lives are meant to cause us to have absolute dependence upon him. God, I can't. And God steps into our lives and says, I know you can't, but I can't and I will through you. Just go through the door. Daniel just goes through the door. He doesn't know how to interpret this dream. God gives him the interpretation. He'll give you what 
you need. So I again, I, I look at the focus. I, I look at the weight. The last thing I look at is consistency. Is this opportunity consistent with the whole of, of God's word? Because God will never open a door to you that is inconsistent with the rest of his word. Well, we're going to wrap up uh, with that this week. Next week, we'll get into the actual interpretation of the dream. I'm going to ask you this week, uh, keep me in your prayers. I'm going to be keeping you. I, I am in, in my prayers, lifting lifting you up. I, I thank you for being uh, with me in this, this journey we're taking through the book of Daniel. Uh, I want to encourage you, uh, if this is a blessing to you, uh, rate this. Uh, five-star ratings really help get this podcast out there. And I encourage you to do that as well. If you have a friend, a family member, someone you think could benefit from this podcast, just to share it with them. I, I so look forward to this every week. I look forward to being with you again next week. Until then, God bless you.